Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hello, Carl. Hello, Carl. Hello. Carl you bring me up quick nowadays. Usually, you go through a whole thing and then, but you say and oh, Carl, good. and I am in. Well, because I want Often to introduce the acronym, which you can find us by if you search for podcasts or YouTube. We're L W A F L M O Y T, and I also want to say we're streaming right now. As we always do, we stream first on mutinyradio.fm out of the Mission District in San Francisco every <laughs> Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I give you three ways to check us out on YouTube, on a podcast feed, or you go stream it first on mutinyradio.fm. And of course, donate some money to the station. There's a donate button where you could just go to Venmo at Mutiny Radio. Send them some bucks. Check out Scott O's show before us, Flat Plastic Sound. Carl, our show is Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie round on YouTube. Sound. Wait, it's it's something round, found round sound. What did I just say? Uh, the flat plastic, the other show he does. He, the other show he does. He does no, two it's, shows. It's because th this is vinyl, right? That's mm -hmm. round. It makes right. sound. And you like go to some like uh, flea market or quaint old shop and it's found. He buys the no, link. If you are a fan of our podcast or you listen to our podcast, you may notice it segues out of some cool music. Yeah. Yeah. That's that him. was found on a round vinyl. Made. What was the last made, word? That made um, sound? That makes sound. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, that's enough about the station. Carl, what is the movie this week? Oh, this week we will watch Devil in a Blue Dress, 1985. Devil Whoa. in a Blue Dress, 1995. That's what you put in the YouTube search Wait, engine? That's, that's one of the best movies in the world. Yeah, why, why is it free on YouTube? One of the reasons why? I found out is the audio drops out periodically throughout. I, I don't okay. know why. That's all right. We mute. The channel we like, like is Life Vlogged. Life Vlogged, which is a life poorly lived, in my opinion, but it is Life Vlogged. So... Put in a devil in a blue dress, 1995, in the search okay. engine, search, and then find the channel, Life Vlogged. Blogged? Like, I just blogged about my life on my, my internet blog? On your blog? video, but it's video, V-logged. Oh. Okay, V-logged. Okay, right. so go ahead, 
We are going to be watching Devil in a Blue Dress from 1995. That's what you type into your search engine. You're going to find a version without ads, courtesy of Vlogged. Life, Life Vlogged. Life Vlogged. All right, <laughs> fair enough. You're going to find it. We want you to click that link, hit pause, move it back to zero, zero, because at, we're going to hit press play at the same time because let us as a community watch a full length movie on YouTube. Together. Normally we watch a lot of shit. Yeah. This, we're going to see a Hollywood movie now. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm looking forward to it. So, and not only are we looking forward to it, we also have a celebrity comedian looking forward to it. While you search and go on YouTube and get yourself ready, Carl, our producer who wrote that fantastic theme song you heard up front, who watched this movie several times, who researched this movie more than, than you know. And he's also spoken to a celebrity comedian with the Celebrity Comedian Countdown. Carl, take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Celebrity Comedian Countdown, this time with Mike Keegan. Welcome, Mike. Thank you very much, Carl. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Now, we met at Scotty's, which is in New Jersey, and that's what I wanted to raise first because you sort of think of yourself and sell yourself as a Long Island comedian, but I've seen you out there in Staten Island and a lot of Jersey. I mean, you're all over the place. You still think of yourself, what, because that's your home base? I still do because I, I don't really consider myself a road comedian. I do the tri-state area. I have a lot of clubs that I love that I work in the tri-state area, Connecticut, Jersey, um, I used to do Atlantic City a lot at the Brigada, um, but you know my my roots are on Long Island. That's where I first started out. I live five minutes from my favorite comedy club, Governors. Um, I you know I'm there two three nights a week. So you know I, I you know I, I don't try to write material as a Long Island comedian because a lot of there's a lot of Long Island comedians that write their material about Long Island and then their acts don't cross a bridge and they don't translate so uh, yeah, yeah. My, my act so much isn't a long island comedian but i do consider myself you know i, I work the three the three clubs on long island i work them mostly mm -hmm. and okay so I, I get it now i mean you're you're not a road comic you're, you're tri-state but you don't base it around long island because you'll get screwed you'll screw yourself <laughs> yeah now another... you know I, I you know when i started i I kind of wanted to be a road comedian, but then, you know, you got to have a, the job to pay the bills, the family and everything. So it, it's, it's, a, it's a tough life living on the road and everything. So, you know, I'll get out as much as I can, you know, a couple times a year, I'll branch out into the Midwest or something, but I try to stay close to home. And also, you know, if you're a road comedian, there ain't that much green out there, right? <laughs> exactly. I know. It's right. And to get that kind of green is just busting your ass, you know, just, from Monday through Friday, you're playing bar gigs, and then you get those nice ones on the weekends. But there's a, right. a lot of they they call them four waller shows, like little tiny bar gigs where half the people there don't even know that there's a comedy show going on. That's right. So. The TV, you're competing with the television. Exactly. exactly. We've all so, been there. Yeah. So, now you're out there grinding, and one of the things you got is a podcast going on. It's called Hershey and the Hershey and Keegs. No, the Hershey and the Keeg Show. Tell me how to say it right. It's the Hershey and the Keeg Show. Yeah, and Hershey <laughs> yeah. is spelled with an S-C-H. Yeah, That's my co-host, Mark Hirschman. Um, it's kind of a new endeavor. Mm -hmm. I, uh, I used to have a podcast for a few years with my girlfriend. Uh, she's a comedian also. 
and it was called Domestic Disturbance. But uh, you did win. I'll tell you one thing: we used to we used to cause a lot of fights between us because it was it was we're very different politically, and that's how we we get into arguments. Uh, so we kind of stopped doing that. Yeah. So now I do the I do the show with my buddy Mark Hirschman. We started a couple months ago, and it, it was great. He's one of my best friends in comedy. And uh, we have a lot in common. We have a great dynamic, I feel. A lot of people giving us great feedback. So we do a little bit of everything. Uh, we started off more as a focus of a, a, a sports talk radio. So they're both big Yankee fans, big sports fans. And we've had a lot of pretty high-profile guests from uh, from WFAN, which is our big sports, uh, wow. sports mecca here. We've had uh, Evan Roberts, who's probably the biggest New York tri-state area sports uh He's on the he's on the Carton Roberts show, so that was probably that's probably the biggest show going right now for sports radio. We've had him, we've had Steve Summers, Mark Malucius, all these big uh, New York sports guys. So um, we're getting hopefully Mike Piazza might be coming on soon. Really? Yeah, yeah. So we uh, are. Well, we have a, the sports fan is he a comedian? Yeah, Mark Hirschman's a comedian. He does not perform very much because he's got a big family and he's got a lot of responsibilities. One of the funniest guys I know, one of the first people I met in comedy. Uh, but this is his outlet now because he doesn't get to be on stage so much. So we yeah. do it every Tuesday night live at 9 o'clock. Uh, we do it at Governor's, at the, the radio studio Governor's. Really? Yeah. Tuesday night um, is when you record it or when it brought That's when we, that's when we record it. We, we record it and we put it live on YouTube. But then we also put it on Spotify for people to watch after. Yeah, okay, so uh, Spotify, and are you also on iTunes, or? We are on iTunes as well. Um, okay. We're on Spotify and iTunes, basically, yeah. And so it's on if, every episode's on YouTube. So if people want to find that, it's the Hershey, S-E-H, yep. the Hershey and Teague Show. Yep. Is there a channel? Is that the name of the channel on YouTube as well? The name of the channel, it's, it's on Gov's Radio Podcasts, uh -huh. G-O-V-S, like Governor's. Yeah, uh, so it's out of their studio, so they they run the whole. Uh, so it's on their podcast channel. Okay, now YouTube—that's one thing, but you're streaming out there on better platforms than that. You got yeah. an Amazon special called Comics Watching Comics, and I think yeah. tell me about this premise. I think I already know about it. I think I applied yeah. and was denied. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, it was a really cool thing. Uh, a comedian from uh, New Jersey, uh, Kevin Goatee. He right. started this thing, and it's uh, basically uh, they get comics. You do a, a two-minute set, and uh, they have three professional comics that judge the the comics. And uh, they all they do it after after we all record our sets. They do it at, at a remote location, watch every set, and they critique it. And I won. I was the winner of season three. Uh -huh. on, uh, so okay. yes, yeah, so that was really cool. And you know what? The day that I recorded it. So there were there were ninety comics that did each a two minute set at uh, the New York New York Comedy Club on Second uh, Second Street in the city, and um, so there were ninety comics. I had pneumonia, and I also had a show that night in Jersey. So I was I, when I recorded the set, I was just like delirious. It was just I had waited four hours to get on stage there, and I had pneumonia, Feel and. It went actually pretty well, and I got some good feedback, and I ended, actually ended up winning the season. So it's, it's a cool credit to have. It's on Amazon. You could buy it on Amazon. And wow. And to win out of 90 people, and you're way under the weather, and you have somewhere to go, 
Yeah, right. Exactly. It was a uh, it was a rough day, but it was a lot of fun. Thank you, Carl. Now, okay, this is not going to be the end of your streaming. In August, you've got this comedy special coming up. Tell me about that. Yep. So I have a comedy special coming up. It's uh, August twenty sixth. We're uh, recording it at Governor's Comedy Club here in Levittown on Long Island. Um, it's called Captain America, <laughs> and. Uh, Captain America is how you actually pronounce it, but uh, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's gonna be my first, uh, my first, the forty-minute special. Uh, my buddy, my friend John Moses, who's a uh, Jersey comedian, also sure. originally from Canada. Uh, John Moses is a great guy. He's starting a record label, so he asked a couple of comics to be the first ones to record specials for him. So he's doing mm-hmm. all the production, and uh, I'm really looking forward to it. It's gonna be uh, a lot of fun. They just built a new room at Governor's. It's called the Giggle Room. So it's uh-huh. not the main stage. It's right. another stage they have there. That, that the room holds 90 people. Okay. And it's just a great intimate room to, to, to record the special. So yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, that sounds so. terrific, boy. You really are in with governors. And it's, you know, being the giggle room or not, when the thing is yeah. uh, filmed, it's going to be at governors, right? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. governors, uh, that's my home club. I love them. Now, Mike Keegan, which is K-E-E-G-A-N, Mike Correct. Keegan, how can people find you out there on the internet, on social media, YouTube, a website? Um, I'm big on Facebook, uh, so face Mike Keegan on Facebook, but on um, I actually deactivated my Twitter because yes. I got in a little bit of trouble for a tweet that I wrote, but uh, I am on Instagram at mckeeg 75 and um, I might be getting Twitter back, but my podcast, Hershey and the Keep Show, they have a Twitter page, so they can always uh-huh. get in touch with me there. Also, if you prefer Twitter, but uh, I've gotten quits. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's what it is. I got in trouble a little a few years ago. I got banned from a theater on Long Island. It was a Newsday and everything, and uh, yeah. I had to get rid of my Twitter account. Oh, it was a Newsday. So that's your, yeah. you could use that as one of your credits, right? I could use it as a credit. You know, I'm not proud of it. But. Well, you're, it's for comedy. It, well, you know, you don't have to tell people the content. So. <laughs> exactly. Okay, now, Mike Keegan. Everyone yes. at home is poised to watch this movie at the exact same second that we do here in the studio. So this means we must be synced up. So why don't you go ahead and give us that celebrity comedian countdown? Three, two, one, go. Oh, I just saw Tom Sizemore's name on that credit. Oh, by the way, thank you, celebrity comedian, for the yeah, celebrity, for that celebrity comedian, comedian countdown. countdown. That was a good job. All right. Oh, this is the TriStar. It's not even that roaring lion. No, no. Do you remember the Pegasus, the TriStar Pegasus? Mm-hmm. Yes. He he was funking around. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that was uh, is that owned by? No, Disney owned Touchstone and Hollywood Pictures. Yes, yes. The Buena Vista, something like that. Yes. Now, this is great. I'm really excited. We're watching a good movie. Yeah, we are. Okay, this is a Hollywood movie, and what we're going to see is, like, World War II just ended, and every, all the troops came home, and that includes our hero, Ezekiel, who they call Easy. That's his name. He's so cool. Easy. And he comes back from the war, and he actually has enough money to buy a house. Okay? Okay, great. But 
I mean, African-Americans uh, that were not called that did not buy houses uh, at this time. And uh, but he did. He owns a house, but he just lost his job. So that sets up our dilemma. What am I going to do for money? Or I'll lose my house. And no, a F word has a house. No, I know this guy from uh, Walter Mosley wrote a series of detective novels starring Easy Rollins. Yeah, exactly right. This is the did first he, one of his books. Yeah. Did he write for Star Trek? You know, I didn't look up Walter Mosley, uh, and I'm sorry about that. What no, I do okay. know is that he wrote this book, and Carl Franklin, the director, loved it. And they made this film off of his first book. He was also an associate producer. And he had rights in the editing room. He even cut out this irrelevant scene that was a love scene. Uh, but the point is, they were going to go on to make pilots and do all of his uh, novels on TV, like in a serial way. It would have lasted a With single season, but it didn't work out. And it, obviously it wasn't uh, Denzel Washington in the TV show? No, no. It was ABC, and they didn't shoot the pilot, so we don't have a cast. Yeah. And I don't know what their thinking was, but basically it was going to be like a black private eye in a white world of the 1940s, you know. Sounds great. Look, here he is, 1940s. See? I said, see? Hot. That's what I was saying. This is, yeah, you got like the street music playing. On. Oh boy! Extra, extra, get you extinct people, yeah? Now, is this New Orleans, the central no. new market? No, New York this City? Is Los Angeles. Oh, terrific. Right. I, okay, I right. New York City when it first opened up, but this is LA. I only thought New Orleans because his name is easy. Like Big Easy? Right, like the Big Easy. Well, his right. name is Ezekiel. And let me see. His name is Ezekiel Rollins. And that is a slave so name. So Ezekiel's nickname would be Easy. Easy. Right. Yeah. And that's very cool. And he's very cool. But yeah. he is playing a common man. Oh, what is that? Todd Carter drops out of the race? Wait a minute. Is there a flashback? Flashback, flashback. Well, he is basically doing a private detective kind of voiceover thing, right? And he's saying, I was down on my luck. I had lost my job. I deal everything Carl told you in the beginning. Now he's having <laughs> a flashback to recent. Um... <laughs> you were just reciting what Denzel Washington said in the beginning? <laughs> well, yeah, all right. Just the premise, the. Uh... I know I've seen this movie or seen bits and pieces of it. I've seen some of the director's movie, Carl Franken's film. Uh -huh. But I don't even recall. It's been now, a while this, since I've seen this movie. This is a pretty harsh no, a harsh rejection. So that's what we're seeing. Like Right. Now, one thing I disagree with the, art, uh, the director and writer is right now he's, for the only time in the film, he's pushing back on someone. My name's not Fella. Do you understand? My name's not Fella, you know? But he won't be that tough guy for the rest of the film. So I think it was a mistake. It sets us up for a... Uh, Clint Eastwood. But Showdown. Black. Oh, look who walked in the door. Difficult. Easy's friend. This is all bright. You know this is um, uh, Tom Sizemore, right? 
Oh, Tom Sizer. Yeah, right. Who how passed do you away see recently. This, how do you see the... Is it dark? No, you no. That? You know, it's a great quality film on the YouTube. Yeah, strange, right? I mean, this film is known... Look at the cinematography with the, with the T-shirt and the background. It's just, you know, his mm -hmm. acting. Everything's just blowing up. Yeah, and see, it's Hollywood. They didn't just put him in a muscle shirt. They gave him the muscles. Right, yeah, of course. Well, you know. That's a budget. <laughs> and it's a Hollywood film. They show it up front. Now, I think, Guys, of, sit down. I think of Saving Private Ryan. What do you think of when you see Tom Sizemore? I've never seen Saving Private Ryan. A lot oh of films. Like, I haven't seen this one either. I mean, I might have. Okay. Okay, but press uh, he was Stop what he you're was, doing. It just uh, go I'm see Private Ryan. Why never. do you think Tom Hanks is a good actor? You don't even know. Private I was going to say. I was going to say. I saw him in Twin Peaks: The Return, the third right. season, and he was really funny in that movie. Like, there's a certain point where he loses all his personality or something, and uh -huh. he plays it really well. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's really funny. Or no, he something happens to him and he goes through this emotional role. But he's funny in that movie. And wasn't he in, like, Strange Days? And wasn't he in, like, yes, Born the... Killers? Yes. Yes, you know, exactly. Breaking. Yeah. He had his own reality show, right? Like, oh, we're going to fuck. Let's fuck with Sizemore, I think it was called. It was on uh, TLC or something. It was, was, like, Breaking Sizemore. He was also in Heat. I missed Breaking Sizemore. Heat was a really good one he was in. Heat was really good. And I'll, you know, I didn't even know it says here true romance. And I remember that when I think of true romance, I can see him as one of those bad guys. But also I see Tony right. Soprano. Okay, all Tom Sizemore said is like, the bartender uh, was like, you're out of work. And he's like, we're out of work. And he, I want to introduce you to this guy. And he goes, you want to make money? Meet me at my office at 7 p.m. tonight. And of course, he's, he's like, making money doing what? You know, like it's like he's 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 straight you know what i mean he works his job he pays his bills he's the veteran yes no so it's, he's not a private eye just yet exactly right this is like his origin story he gets sucked into it by a radioactive spider uh-huh and he gets <laughs> <laughs> and he, he gets i i can't think of a joke some i was gonna say something powers like I don't know. Uh, yeah. He gets the technical uh, powers, right? Welcome yeah. to the writing workshop. Well, we brainstorm yeah, sure. premises. Now, this is a dumb thing. This guy, the whole movie's like, I'm just going to chop down your trees. And he's like, don't chop down my trees. It's really weird. I don't understand why he wants to do it. For firewood? I don't get it. It's not his property. But why does he want to chop down people's trees? He will chop is this, is this a third act? Is this is like, there's a fire. There's no way we could break down this door. Wait a minute. I know a fella. And he runs down half a block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can chop down the tree. But can you go break down this door? Okay. Look, look, look. Uh, so he was in World War II. Yeah, private easy. Oh, he's planting war trees. So fuck that guy. This yeah, is just and, like and Animal Crossing. Considerable budget to to get trees and like the whole premise here is he's you know okay by the way we're having a flashback and a memory and um it's mouse now it's don Cheadle, and his name oh, in this cool. movie is mouse and basically he's like 
a a criminal, right? But he kills without any like uh, rem what's the word psychotic? Like he doesn't have remorse. a remorse. No, he he's remorseless. Yeah. He's a Absolutely. remorseless killing machine. Yeah, but at the same time, you like him. Okay, now we're in tough guy's office. You want the uh -huh. job? What's the job? It depends on what it is. We'll just give it a listen. Hmm. Walk out the door in the morning, easy. He's lighting a lollipop? Right. Yes, lollipop. He goes, I don't want to get mixed up in nothing. He goes, come on, easy. You walk out the door in the morning and mixed up in something. The only difference is, are you on the top? I'll give you $100. Been gone two weeks. It upset the poor man so much he stopped running for mayor. So, oh, hey, I saw that headline. Yeah, that's right. So it's yeah. relatable. Yeah, that was foreshadowing, but not for then. For now, when you go, oh yeah, he went. Todd Carter. He went to his brother's place. Uh, John Carter of Mars went over to. Mars. What we're finding out is Daphne is missing. Okay, now Daphne was the fiance of a guy who's running for mayor. Now, two weeks ago, Daphne went missing and this guy dropped out of the mayor's race. So he wants, look, now Daphne frequents AF. What do I say, Mike? I don't want to say the wrong thing. African-American? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, or ethnic, how about ethnic? He knows that Daphne frequents ethnic clubs, ethnic nightclubs, and this is one of those situations in which it probably didn't exist. Uh, like a speakeasy, but but alcohol's legal, you know, so it's not the same thing. Uh, so therefore, club. he could go to those places and find Daphne, and Tom Sizemore cannot, Albright. So he's right into the de detective work. R well, he's... Getting paid $100 to run and do a task. Get me a location seems, on this woman. Seems like detective work. Now, wow. remember. Oh, by the way, those were $1986, uh, <laughs> the internet tells me. Those were totally, those weren't cert was, silver certificates. I was going to say, like, they look like it was for the 40s. I mean, everything else in this movie is like Los Angeles in the 40s. It looks glamorous. Yeah, except look at the ground. Look how clean it is. Oh, everyone no, sets like that. There's not I know, a but everything. Every anywhere. every card is glimmering. Everything is shiny. Everything is like. Yeah. They gorgeous. just went to the car wash. All of the look at those clean. <laughs> Did windows. you say this is a Hollywood movie? It's a Hollywood movie. Yeah. Yeah. I'm now here for the thin is, ale. Now, right now they're playing the Saturday Night Live song. You know. Well, you can't uh -huh. tell by the way I use my walk. Are, are they playing the Japanese version for Bullet Train? Yes. Yes. So yeah. cool. That's why this this uh, this is bootleg. We'll play it. Well, you can't tell by the way I use my walk. <laughs> so there's this white guy, and he knows about the club upstairs. So he's oh. trying to get upstairs, and they're like, "There's no club here. Get out!" Right. Right. Well, yeah. So then. Easy and her and this other guy named Junior who's coming down are just blabbing about the club right in front of the guy. He goes, oh, there's no club here. But you were just talking about it. They played what? junior than me. Did Easy go upstairs already? Yeah, they let him right up and they won't let this. 
honky American? Is that what you say? That one. That's what you're oh, saying. Oh. That's what you're saying. Okay, listen, give me some size more. No, no size more. History. And this is all the terms. Can I use the real terms? No. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Just beat, do you, do you beat the screen, I guess. Oh, so okay. this They're is a famous to role, win. too. What's that? When we get Don Cheadle's role, like I have heard about his performance as Mouse. Yeah, that's coming much later. That's coming much okay, later. Right. And it's very We're talking good. About us. Okay, this is a Negro club. Is that okay to say? Because that's what they say. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, fine. <laughs> sorry, Mike. I'm sorry. I'm a pain in the ass because I'm paranoid. Coretta. You see Coretta? Yeah. Yeah, you'll be seeing Coretta. Wank, wank. Yeah. Okay, now, the coincidence happens. He sits down, and they just Ooh. bump into Coretta, who's the good friend of Daphne, in two seconds. You know what I mean? So it's no, like... No, this one of those things, every Private Eye movie I see, and we've seen a bunch of them, it always begins with somebody who later becomes someone else or gets killed later. Yeah. Saying, I need you to find my sister, my daughter, my aunt. Yeah, that's the kind of thing buddy. that can happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and her name is Coretta. And, uh, or Daphne. Yeah, yeah Daphne. There's a picture. Yeah. That's what we got here, yeah. And then someone will be dead, and another one will be missing. Yeah, and the, the twist, he was really a she. You'll see. Usually it's like, you get the money. And then he turns on the news, and there's an exploding car report. Yeah. And, and he makes a call. You, go. Mm -hmm. you got the money. There's nothing else to report. Oh, I can't. I can't. I must doggedly walk the ends of the earth to avenge this woman. <laughs> Can we sit like down that. with y'all easy? Yeah, sure, baby. So he knows the club. Right, let me just put on a little while. You'll just see how they're talking. Hold on there and see that you sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry, all right. This is about him getting fired. Any man without his paycheck is showing up, sorry. Yeah, right, he's showing up. Buying alcohol out of a suitcase. Oh, so the club doesn't have any alcohol. Something like that. It's an illegal club, so it isn't prohibition time. No, but I mean, they, they can't get caught selling alcohol if someone's walking around table by table. <laughs> right, because it's just because it's illegal. They don't have a liquor license, I guess. So now, y'all ever see anybody named Daphne? And then there's like silence. Wait, oh, all right. What are you, what are you talking about, Easy? Look, she's signaling. Come talk to me over there. See, this is, I don't like this. It's so easy. Like, I'm looking for Daphne. So you bump right. into the computer game. You bump into this is always. I mean, no disrespect to, to the Walter Mosley novels that I haven't read, but a lot of times it always seems like the first act is a red herring. It's a misdirect, you know, and it seems like the a case is closed. But in fact, he right. spotted this woman for, you know, the woman wasn't the woman who came into his office and the victim, the, the person he found finds out dead or, you know, something like that, or isn't mm -hmm. who you think it is. Right. Mackenzie's still alive. Oh, he had pulled one over on me. 
gulp. He just come back from the war. I mean, is is that kind of? Well, he has his house. Well, you see, he just came back from the war, but it's like a year old or something. It's not like. Sure. He's not all like there will be no flashbacks of a time during battle and. It's a little the the lighting's a little dark on me, but it's not as bad as we that one movie we watched together. I couldn't mm. see anything, but this I can. But okay. I love the style of it. The the um basically basically what happened is the hus husband or man I don't know his name's Junior and he got so drunk uh, that he's basically going to fall down. Look what the director's doing with the mirror. Um, Basically, he's finding out that she really is Daphne's confidant, so she wants to get close to her. But the thing is, she also wants to get close to him for sexual reasons. But... Well, yeah. Yeah, so I, that's what's I, good in Denzel's favor. Now, look, we're putting a drunk husband away. Or or boyfriend, I'm not sure what. Oh, before... I heard he, he was easy. Like, if you ever wanted to sleep with him? Yeah. yeah. The answer is yes. Well... That's almost true in this movie. He will turn down one or two. So before sex, she has to put away her drunk husband, her boyfriend? <laughs> it's a routine before sex. I remember being married to her. She would put away her husband. Uh-huh, right. <laughs> if she was wearing sweatpants, it was not happening that night. <laughs> He saw this sweatpants. He said, oh, damn it. What movie was that from? Oh, uh, that's a great question. It's the one about dating. It's like, yeah, things I hate about you, but it's not that, not at all. It's the dating one. Oh, Drew she's Barrymore. not that, he's not that yeah, into she's you? Yeah, just not that, he's just not that into he's you. He's not that, yeah, that guy's from San Francisco, Rick Barrett, <laughs> who wrote that book. Now, she's like, come on, come on, let's do it. And he's like, what are you talking about? Your girl, your 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 husband is right. He won't hear anything. He's dead asleep. <laughs> so the thing is, it's bad character of easy to do this, but it makes us think he's cool. Yeah. Now, well, he's Denzel Washington. His name is Easy, and he, yeah. he yeah. has a spot. Oh. She's to wake up the husband. Now he, she pulls off, and she's basically like, "I'm not sure I want to do this with you." Which is <laughs> a very cheaty, cheaty time to do that kind of thing, right? Uh, no, no. I mean, it's good to be honest, not great. <laughs> <laughs> So be honest. Having sex with a woman and then she pulls it out and goes, I'm not sure I really should be doing this. You know? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. Yeah. Respect I respect that. Yeah, you gotta yeah. respect it. Because they're respect. listening. Because they're listening to us right now. And you want to get don't want to get called out in some argument. <laughs> no, that's so crazy. <laughs> okay. okay. No, I so mean it's mutual. It's 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 fun. If it's not fun, it's not fun. We stop. <laughs> Never mind, you've led me into your 
were actually doing. Okay, 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 good. So she is like, all you care about is finding this Daphne. And he's like, no, baby, it's all you. It's all you. It, oh, listen, he, that's her spot. He hits it. Okay. Yeah. She, she goes on and on about it, Mike. Usually when we have the closed captioning and there's any kind of noise, it says applause. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, you hit my spot. Good job. Good job. Yay. Golf clap. All right. So Denzel got information, okay? Oh, um, I'll say. <laughs> Daphne is like, I guess, in, a love interest of Frank Green. Frank Green, who's like this low-level low mobster. Do you Basically, know who he is? He's Frank Green. <laughs> I'm Mo Green. I'm I, Frank Green. I, okay, what he does is he like like knocks over a liquor truck or somehow robs liquor, and then he goes to his local area where all the speakeasies are, whatever they're called, and sells it for like real dirt cheap. And everybody knows Frank Green, so he's like a low-level mobster. Gotcha. Wait, what are you cutting down a tree for? It's not is even Christmas. Whose house is that? Is that his own house? It's a neighbor. See what? Give it a neighbor's like, tree, right? <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here with this! What does it mean, Michael? Why would he be chopping down people's trees? He, th he threw it like I don't know. Maybe I, he hates squirrels. Mm hmm. You know, like it prevents squirrels to be like, well, there's no place to hang out. Listen, you live in L.A. Squirrel population. It's crazy. I could hear them all the time, yeah. skittering around. Yeah, they're so, fine. You you hear them on palm trees sometimes. I saw one. I looked up at a palm tree, and there was some squirrel hanging out eating a nut. It's crazy, I'll tell you. It's crazy, I'll tell you. Those squirrels' nuts. It's nuts, I'll tell you. It really, it was nuts. Or it could have been something else. Yeah, big deal. I like squirrels. Good. Good, good, good. Do you ever watch that extreme cooking show where the guy hunts animals and eats them? And he, one time he did squirrel. Uh, you know, like we think that's gross and it is, but at the same time, they're eating meat just like we do. It's just that we have accepted if it's chicken or it's cows, for some reason, that's fine. But eating squirrel is gross. You will eat rabbit in huss and pfeffer or whatever, but... Yeah, you don't want Theodore's glasses. Like, you don't want to eat that. Like, you might eat his glasses or... But, I mean, if we're eating lamb, that's okay. But if, you know, if we're even eating goat, it's kind of, it's okay. But I, I was over at uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks manager's house, Dave, uh -huh. and yeah. I was eating squirrel, and he got really... Yeah. He realized what I was eating, and he went, Alvin! <laughs> but it, by that point, I had... But wait, I don't get it. They're chipmunks. Oh, they're chipmunks, right? I'm thinking squirrels. Same fucking thing. They're right. They're not Alvin and the squirrels. No, chipmunks are the same thing as mice. That's okay. Oh, this is the okay. old fisherman's pier. Is... Yeah, Malibu. Oh, all right. So basically, Tom Albright. I mean, the guy, the character's name is Albright. Albright called and said, "You got any information?" He's, he goes, "Yeah, yeah." It's a. B -b -b and he goes, "Wait, we don't talk on the phone." Let's go down to the... So he says, meet me in Malibu, and hangs up the phone. He, meet me at the Malibu monger. Now, this is just some person, random person, and she's Who looking at to be the there. water. 
Yeah, and they're talking about the ocean, you know. And then, like, it's like, your friends are looking for you. And he goes, oh, they don't even care. I'm just here because my mom told my sister to take me. All she wants to do is smoke cigarettes and kiss boys. <laughs> so then these two are like, hey, hey, N-word. Oh, you know, who are you talking, you know? And she's like, we're just talking, shut up. And basically it'll turn into a racial, ugly racial thing. Where are you from? Texas. Houston, Texas. I'm from Massachusetts. Oh, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. What is she doing with that guy? Leave us alone, jerk. Yeah. We're just talking. I don't want any trouble. Well, you got it. That's all this is. Uh, this this movie actually lost money. It was um, they spent twenty seven million on it, and they only made twenty two. I think it's, it's whoa, not, it's bad. He pulled a gun on him. Yeah, that's right. And this is really a gratuitous scene. He's basically like, um, you know, he makes he makes him suck Denzel Washington's dick. Like it's it's not necessary. Uh, I, I think this he gets the point, Albright. I'll kill you. Now it doesn't really happen. All of a sudden, Albright's like, "Ha ha! You were really gonna do it? Get out of here, punk!" That kind of thing. We don't really need this scene, Anthony Quinn. Oh, <laughs> quits calling you. I'm busy. He knows. He knows he's talking to me. Tell him I said hi. Tell Anthony's like on this uh, health kick, right? Um, and he goes, comes to me. He's like, Carl, do you want to play squash? And I was like, Anthony Quinn, how can you play squash? And he was like, Well, I just sit on you. <laughs> Squashes you. Gotcha. That's great. Okay, so now he's conveying the information. She's likes frank green and they're at this address and you know it's uh the sky pomler 83rd and you know i don't know and he's like good job easy here's another fucking hundred dollars now that is okay he will make um what's equivalent to today's 40 million $40,000 in this movie. By people giving Great. him 100 here and 200 there, he's going to make $47,000, $4,700, which today's money, it's not in front of me, but it's around $40,000. Okay. So he's full on doing detective work for, for Sizemore, for all right. Right. What is this, cops? Holy cow. Uh, yeah, you can't have, listen, cop, listen, uh, private detective. Don't be listen, Dick. <laughs> listen, Dick. Listen, Flatfoot. Who are you calling Dick? A Dick. Listen, Pu. He's a he's a. Last movie foot. we saw, the cop had the Irish, right? Yeah. But that was just stereotype. But they were in Los Angeles. Where that in New York, that would be true. A, that accent, not in Los Angeles. Well, they're in Los Angeles right now in this film. 
Oh, right. You're right. The last one was also Los Angeles. Yeah. So why would they have an Irish speaking cop just because you're supposed to? That's that's a myth of it's it's true for New York City in like the 1890 through 1920. You know, they were all Irish. Were they? They didn't join. I saw gangs of New York. They must have been like a, a cool Irish gang. Uh, what I mean to say is um, one of the prof Irish couldn't get work in New York City when they came here. We're missing the film. So one of the jobs they could get was cop. They'll take a, gotcha. The town would take them. And so many of them became. Okay. So they're asking questions about who? Find, huh? What are they asking easy about? Where were you last night? Why? Because Claretta is dead. Coretta is dead. That's what Coretta. we're finding out. Yeah. All right. Well, that's fucked up. Was it the yeah. husband? Uh, the husband was not killed. No, just Coretta. They were, uh, and it was looks like they were looking for something. But they're not. Re I'm revealing that to you. For this, it's just here. Yeah, she went to sleep too. She's not going to be waking up this evening. What? Where did you go when you left, Miss James? Wait, 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 wait. What were you talking about? She ain't gonna be waking up. Where'd you go? Where'd you go? I, 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 was, I had a hangover. Oh, you had a hangover? Yeah, I went home. Oh, you had a hangover. That explains everything. You went home. You had a hangover. Whack! But look what Easy does. He got a shot in. Sure. Good. Oh, LAPD. Put your hands in the air and wave them like you just don't care. Everybody put your hands in the air. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here's my apartment. That's where I, that's my apartment right behind him. That's your apartment? Okay, so a car pulls up. Mm-hmm. Is it Sizemore? No, it's a cop car. Oh, that that was like more of the N-word torment went on outside. And it was. It was cops razzing him, coming out of a jail, up, up jail. Okay, so now, he's. you know what he's remembering? It's my spot. That's what he's remembering. My spot. You're hitting my spot. Mike, hop on the lust wagon here. Well, I'm saying, like, if uh, there's a circumstance, unfortunate, like, last, yeah, I'll probably remember that, too, I guess. <laughs> okay, get in the car. But it's not one of those get in the car, the boss wants to see you kind of things. It ha ends up being that mayor. Oh, Cooper, or whatever the guy's name was? No, wait, wait, yes. Carter. His, mayor T Matthew Terrell. Now, this guy we know from Meatballs 3. He's Sally Kellerman? Yes, it's that guy who is Mr. Potato Head. Wow. Wait, am I th I, I'm right. It's the same person, right? Do I have it right? Mr. Potato Head from Meatballs 3. No, no, no. That was, I meant War Games. I think he was also in War Games. I have him right here. Uh, yeah, yeah, 1983, War Games, My Cousin Vinny, Hero, Beethoven Second, Mouse Hunt, Harriet the Spy. Um, By the way, if you no, go wait. see... Yes. Important. You see the little kid? Yeah. Okay, important to our plot, okay? Is he hiding in the car? Oh, he's the... Uh... 
is 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 Denzel Washington hiding in the car? The no, car pulled with up. The kid. Uh, no, he's he's saying he's his adopted son, which is maybe or maybe not true. Do you remember as the biker gang in Meatballs Three? Sure. Yeah, it's big fuzzy guy. Yeah. Oh, all right. Very cool. Yeah, I recognize him. He's a little mm. clean shaven, right? Doesn't he usually have this crazy beard? Uh, no, I don't know. I don't think so. No, he's usually clean shaven. Um, right. Trailer Park Boys. He was chief of police. He was in Mouse Hunt with Nathan Lane, and a lot of people. Oh, say right. It's so he was the other chef, right? Oh, I got to see Mouse Hunt. Yeah. Forget Jaws. I'm going to see Mouse Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so like, there's a rat in the kitchen. What I'm gonna do? There's a rat in the kitchen, right? And they're like, yeah. "Oh, I'm gonna fix that rat." That's what I. Well, they do. were. Yeah, it was under vent. It was the hotel was undergoing renovations, you know, and it was his big business venture, and everything was going to task. But he had to keep doing stuff because this mouse was. We got to get rid of this mouse, and then the health inspector's coming. That's it. Today, <laughs> I get rid of the mouse. <laughs> What? Oh, but let me guess. They don't get rid of the mouse. That's right. That's right. Yes. You know, and like hilarity ensues and when walls fall over. Okay. Basically, this guy is also looking for Daphne. Okay. Everybody wants to find Daphne who's been missing. Basically, he's like, I'm, I'm the next mayor and we'll give you money for... I don't know. He's got a vested interest in fight. Now, the person who's opposing him for the race for mayor was the boyfriend of Daphne, you see. And when Daphne disappeared two year, uh, weeks ago, he dropped out of the race. I guess you know that backstory. I'm not sure why I'm repeating it. I saw the headline. <laughs> Twice. Twice. We see some movies where the headline is like so cheesily placed. I mean, that was pretty cool. I would click that link on that headline. See what that yeah. article says. Oh, small fan. I'm a small fan of yours, Carl. Oh, look, military history. Is there a voiceover going? Yeah. Uh, not like a detective. He's being tortured by Daphne. Uh, He's being tortured by Coretta's death. It's not like his... He is doing throughout the whole thing the... Uh, now, who is it on the phone? Who is it on the phone? Is it Tom? Yeah, <gasps> Did you hear it? No. It's Daphne Monet. It's Daphne. You're looking oh, for... Oh, how funny. What a coincidence. I was looking for you. <laughs> I so was just about to call you. Right. Now, this is pre-internet. This is pre-phone book, practically. How does, because he's not listed in the phone book, how does she have his number? That's a great question. And she wants to meet with him? It's a trap. Is it really her? It's really her. It's the Ambassador Hotel. Whites are not, oh, whites only on this level. So therefore, the bellboy is getting paid to sneak him up. Oh, they get caught, they're going to blame it on the bellboy. 
Right. That's another movie I got to watch. Blame it on the bellboy, which came (laughs) out probably two years before this film. Paul Rubens just passed away. He would have been very good as you remember that bellboy film in that like a. Was it Blame it on the bellboy? No, it was the one in which there were four different stories and Madonna was in it. And yeah, sure. Four rooms. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Paul Rubens would have killed that. Okay. Here's Daphne. Okay. And of course, you know that that's um, Jennifer uh, Beals. It's uh, it's a maniac, maniac at your door. Flashdance. Flashdance, yes. But she was actually in My Bodyguard in 1980. I love that film. She was in Four Rooms, Carl. Is that the reason why you're bringing it up? She was in Two of the Rooms. Yes, yes. Her her husband directed one of the rooms. Right, I know that. Tarantino had her character show up in his room. Yeah, I know that from my research, which I did on her. <laughs> Flash Dance is a classic. I was just talking to somebody. He's like, I never heard of that film. I go, well, what? thank your lucky stars. I brought it up. <laughs> okay, so... She, she, they met at the Ambassador Hotel, right? And basically, she, she wants to go meet a man named Richard McGee, okay? Um, and then she wants to go to Terrell. So Terrell is the, you know, the one who dropped out of the race. So why don't you call Terrell's people and arrange to pick up? Because I want to make a stop on the way. She, what it is, is she wants to recover. Coretta wrote a letter to someone, and she's got to go get it back. It's a pretty important letter at 4 a.m., you know. Right. Especially if the mayor is involved. Well, it's the it's a candidate for the mayor. And actually, the mayor is involved in what the letter talks about. So anyway, now there's the first time Denzel will turn down sex with a woman. Well, last time she died. Yeah. Uh, nah. Pass. You're gonna have another drink. She was like, why don't you search me and find out? Then he starts approaching, and then she, yeah. Listen, Miss Rollins. Call me easy. All the girls do. I would not, I don't know. Easy's all right. I, if someone's name is Easy, I would have to call him Sleazy after a while. <laughs> right. If you were in elementary school with him, junior oh, high. Oh, just like hang out. Hey, so Sleazekiel. <laughs> Sleazekiel. That's good. Yeah. Ezekiel. Laurel Canyon. It's going up to Laurel Canyon in the 1940s. That's pre yeah, that's, Papa's. That's pre Joni Mitchell. It's pre the whole scene. It's pre King of the Mountain. <laughs> that's right. That movie we saw. There'll be <laughs> no one racing around there. That's right. Mulholland Drive. Okay, so Richard McGee has something. We don't know what it is. They, he's got the letter, but he's got something else important. They just want to go. Um, Claretta's dead because of it. Because uh, somebody was searching for the letter, and 
Daphne's not talking about what's in the letter and, and what is this thing they're all, what they have, but she, of course, knows she's where it originated. Right. Now she's crying over Claretta. Yeah. His poor husband, too. He wakes up. The cops are there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, what happened? Well, you might have an affair while you were sleeping. Right. See, that's yeah, bad yeah. about Claretta, right? So... But it's okay because it was the hero of her movie, right? The cops interrogated him, I mean, and they let him go. Yes. Yes, yes well, they did. They did. You're right. He, he's a person of interest. He's a suspect. He's a suspect. He's not going to leave L.A. County. I suspect not. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Cop. Laurel Canyon. Here we come. Laurel Canyon, here I come. Right back where I started. Oh, it's, uh, look, UCLA. Is this Muhammad Drive? Uh, Muhammad Drive. Is this Muhammad Drive? Muhammad Drive? Holland. And is this Make Out Point? <laughs> and did I just run out of gas? Can you believe it? That's that old. I told you that <laughs> Henny Youngman. Really? Henny Youngman has a joke. This couple's driving and the car sputters out right on Make Out Lane. And he goes, Can you believe it? Our car sputtered out right on Make Out Lane. And the woman, we're out of gas. The woman pulls out a flask. And he goes, hey, you know how to party. What is in there, Jid? No, gasoline. Yeah, it's gasoline. <laughs> now, they go over to McGee, Richard McGee's house to get the, but what, uh, get the letter. But what are they finding? A ransacked home and a dead man. Yikes. Yeah, it's so private eye. And it's at Los Angeles, the foreboding house, the foreboding location. That's right. Foreboding. Foreboding. By the way, on the TV's like a sitcom and the internet's like, TV stations had all been off, were off the air at this time of night. Shut up, internet. It's a movie. We all know in the 1940s, QVC turned on after hours. <laughs> Oh my god! I'm 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 acting! I'm acting! At least they they're they smell the dead body. You gotta give the movie credit. Okay, now he's gonna see these cigarettes. They're Mexican cigarettes. And that's the kind that Junior smokes. Now, when they went look, he recognized Parliament Day Lights. Parliament Day. <laughs> El Parlamente Light. Uh, it's Zapotec Lights. Okay. That's, that's real detective work. <laughs> that's the man that they wouldn't let upstairs. Okay? So it's not really... It just shows that Junior was there. Do you remember the man they wouldn't let upstairs? Because he was yeah, a right. funky American. That's, that's right. I do remember. So that's he came in, killed somebody... Left a pack of cigarettes of the only brand that the, the, the guy smokes. And a detective walks in, finds the cigarettes, and goes, wait a minute. Right. So he believes that Junior killed this man. Now, Daphne was like, oh, a dead person. 
Peterson and just drove away and left him stranded. That's right. She beeled out of there. She Jessica beeled out. She peeled out. Uh-oh. Okay, now he's home, but who's inside? Right, the door's open. Uh... Cops? Nope. Hitchman? Yes. Tough guys? All right. Hey, hey, buddy. Listen, you can't be in my house. Now, let's see if the subtitles do the explicative N-word. All right. Gather. Oh, it didn't. Good. But that's Tom Sizemore speaking. He's not friendly anymore. Well, no, what happened is his information was all wrong. They went over to Frank Green's place, but Frank Green had moved out of there like months earlier. So it was like nothing, no lead at all. They so killed now, someone else? What? But then they see the, the body was Frank Green, right? No, no. Frank Green is the mobster who's who's like dating Daphne. Got it. But they went over to Richard McGee's house and he had Claretta's letter. Okay. Is this too sorted? No, I get it. <laughs> I, I had to figure it out a little bit in my head. Colonel right Mustard was in the den with the candlestick. Mm. Are you sure? Let's open it up. <laughs> That's my guess. Okay, I'll let you hear the tough guy stuff. This car? Huh? McGee. Yeah. If you can write, write down where you picked her up at. <clears throat> Write it down. Oh, that's tough. <laughs> you ever play Clue with a little mini shredder? Like you shred the <laughs> uh, the answers and now you'll never know? My baloney. Gets stuck in my bowler. With that popcorn? Okay. So he wrote down the address where it says, Give me some whiskey. Look us in the cabinet. You get it your damn self. It was a very good film. If you're not watching it with a uh, scene, if you're not yeah. watching with us and you get to this point and he goes get it you damn self and they all laugh it's like it was it's a it's a tension breaker it's a stress breaker this is like a good movie so far yeah usually when i say that we're like oh thank god <laughs> well it's but a good one... movie but at the same time it's like a ho hollywood movie and sometimes it's doing easy cheap things like the voiceovers and well, you know, the, the problem is, is like, if you're a fan of film noir movies, you're a fan, right? Detective novels, you are a fan. And you watch the You know what you're movies. getting. You're right. It's a known commodity. So when you do a neo-noir, you know, and this is like, you're using like a classic 
Walter Mosley novel, and it's in Los Angeles. There's certain rules you want to hit, certain notes you want to hit, and uh-huh. maybe the audience doesn't want to go to the movies and see it. I doubt it. It's Denzel Washington, uh-huh. you know. Well, yeah. Even though this movie lost money, it was a hit in a real sense. I mean, it made $22 million. So yeah. The thing is, they just messed up with their budget. They spent more than they took in. But, I mean, to do 22 at a box office shows this wasn't a bomb in that sense. And even, yeah, and this played, like, all the time on cable. Okay, so basically, they want Daphne again. Okay, he didn't let go that he was with Daphne. Now, here's our mayor, okay? And it's election time, so he's going to make a speech. And look to the left is the little insignificant peon little person, Easy. Oh, right, Just he, but he sees him. That's a nice shot. I don't Maybe. know that he saw him. I don't know that he saw him. Well, Easy saw him. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody did. He's like Caesar. That was all in one take. It went from the parade to easy to easy going into this bar. Now, this is Joppy. This is the first place he was at at the beginning, looking at the newspaper, trying to find a job, and seeing right. that Terrell had dropped out of the race. He's putting two, two and two together. And Daphne was led... To, Joppy led Daphne to, you know, gave him his phone number, arranged that he would be finding her, like, set it all up. And I don't understand his logic. It's like, I knew you needed some money. I was helping you. Now, look, he's wrecking up the marble. He's like, my father gave that to me. Yeah. He died. He goes, you better talk. (laughs) He found a weakness. Oh, not the marble. You know, thinking about that marble, a lot of people take it for granted. Granite? Granite? I don't know. Granite. That's a Nick. You know who told me that joke? Nick Danzig. Oh, really? Yeah, that's a Nick Danzig joke. Easy. Look at me. I am your friend. See the box? So he's, the bartender is going to give some information. Well, it's more like he put two and two that you led me to them. Like you tr- you made it happen so that I would be involved in this. And now we're just finding out like he really was just trying to help him, get him some money. He doesn't, you know, right. it's a weird turn for the script to take, but it's interesting in that it's like it's a false lead. He's not going to f- find Daphne through him. That's what I'm saying. Like when he finds out there's a bigger story, a bigger picture that he's just upon, they always say, like, why'd you give me the case in the first place? Right. Yeah. So that was cool. Oh, is this a movie theater? A movie studio? No, it's a fancy house. <laughs> it's a fancy house and um the car wash fairy came through. <laughs> Not a oh, it's that quality it's production fire. that Hollywood offers. Yeah. Yeah, they just coincidentally trimmed these hedges. They just did it. What about the color composure? I mean, it looks gorgeous, <laughs> yeah. right? The muted colors. It's just, I mean, granted, I'm watching a YouTube version. Everything's muted, but. Okay, now, Terrell, who dropped out of the race, right? Yeah. Um, he's just going straight to him. He hired Albright to find Daphne. 
So he's just going straight to him. And he goes, yeah, I'm here about that little chippy he's been running around with. Whoa, whoa, this way. Oh, yeah. This he's way. Tough guy talk Ex now. Extend the Irpy Che. Secretary. I don't want to hear it, man. It's too much going on for me to give a damn about what you think is smart. That is really ballsy. So now we meet Terrell, and Terrell will be like wimpy but smart. Is it Ned Beatty? Yes, it is Ned Beatty. <laughs> oh, he's probably the other like big star on the, on the poster, right? Wait, I think I have the names wrong. Excuse me. I think I was calling him Terrell. Terrell's the other guy. This is Carter. This is Carter. Yeah, excuse me. Let's see. Do he's I recognize that guy? Running against Terrell and dropped out of the race. It's Christopher. Don uh, is that the Waiting for Guffman guy? No. Um, let's see here. Todd Carter. Terry Kinney. All right. I did not research him. I just didn't have the time. I just... Yep. It's a hard week this week. Does he look like a uh, squiggy? Oh no, he looks like a. Yeah. Uh, never mind. Well, Lenny and Squiggy together, like both of them in one person. Yeah, maybe. He's Liggy. <laughs> All these nice houses. <clears throat> okay, so now we find out that Albright was not hired by Carter, and we Told put. You. That he was really hired by Terrell, and remember Terrell picked up Washington, also Denzel, and right. Ian wanted to find out where Daphne is. It's always been about Terrell. I knew that because you kept saying Terrell's name instead of Carter, so I knew something was up. <laughs> yeah, that was dumb. Now, is this like a bigger story about? Is this a story about Los Angeles and corruption? No, it's a story about. Terrell, the mayor's uh, deep, dark secret, his disgusting, gross thing that would ruin him. That's what the, Yeah. He liked the Fantasy Island movie. He thought Michael Pena did a good job. And if that gets out, no one will respect him. No one will show him the respect if they know about the Pena movie. Now, what Easy gets out of this thing is another person who's like, I will give you, he says, I will give you $1,000 to find Daphne. And he's like, I'll take 200 up front. No, I'll take it in cash. Uh, let me let you hear a little. Okay. But I am willing to pay you to find her. Okay. Okay. $1,000. What? 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 Yeah. Yeah, I'll take 200 right now. You know what? I think you're trying to take advantage of me. Let me inform you of something. The incumbent mayor, the chief of police, close personal friends of mine. They eat $200 in my father's house. That's good, Mr. Carter, and they can help us find it. Uh, do you what? accept monopoly money? No, I do not. Damn it. You can. I'll have Baxter write you out a check. Mr. Carter, why you start running for mayor? I'll have Baxter write you. Right. Why is Matthew Terrell looking for Daphne too? Baxter will write you. Now this I don't understand. Help me listen to this. He goes, here, take it all. Here, take it all. Just take it all. The thousand. Is that right? That's what you hear too, right? Yeah. 
because at the end of the film, he's going to pay him again. And I thought he, well, the very first time I watched it, I thought he was, it was the 200 plus. Maybe he gave him 200 and said, here, take it all. Like yeah, that's that. right. I'm not clear about that. Does he have $1,000 in his pocket right now or 200 And it matters to like motivation. Oh, here's the voiceover. For Matthew Terrell, the man running for mayor against Carter. It is a detective reason. story. They're allowed to have narration. Doesn't this sound like the Ghostbusters music? Boyfriend, Frank Green, hijacked trucks hauling liquor. Not the theme song, not the theme song. Oh, I don't. During the film? Busting makes me feel good. Too hot to handle, too cold to hold. Carl calls the Ghostbusters and gets on the phone. Okay, what he's doing right now, he's got to find Daphne. So he knows that Frank Green is the way to find Daphne, right? Right. So what we're now going to see is a montage of, of scenes <clears throat> in which he shows up at a place that would buy liquor from Frank Green and says, Hey, Frank Green told me to come see you, Frank Green said so. And they're like, Sir, I don't know any Frank Green. Shut up. So he's going from place to place, going, come on, let's get Frank on the phone right now. I ain't talking. Can I get a beer? Can I get a beer? Can I get a beer? You see how he's just like being an asshole? He does yeah, that right. every place. He's trying to get noticed by Frank Green. This guy's coming around and asking him right. that. He knows that Frank Green will be reaching out to him. That's what a private detective does that. You got to keep hitting the accelerator button until somebody goes, all right, stop. <laughs> now, he comes home, and it's axe chopper, tree chopper downer guy. And he's like, easy, easy, Ezekiel, Ezekiel. And he's ignoring him. He's trying to warn him there's a man in the house. Um, oh. This is not tree-related. Right. Tree-adjacent. What? There's a man. So here's my thing. Why didn't he just go, there's a man, Ezekiel? No, he just had to get his attention first. Right. Yeah. Well, he got to the point where he really is knocking the shit out of the guy. He, he got to the point where he didn't want to talk to the street chopper. This is Frank Green, and I didn't tell you about it, but all throughout the film, he's like, he, he's great with a knife. That's what we keep learning about. Now he's got the knife. So if you were watching this without us, you would get that. It was like, oh, no, he's, now he's got the knife. We're too busy talking about Nick Danzig. Now, yeah, that's right. Um, Mouse is about to show up. He called Great. for Mouse when Terrell came, uh, when Albright came to his house and was, like, muscling him. Get, it, get the bourbon, you damn self, you know. Look, he's cut, but yeah. Mouse shows up. Now, Mouse real trigger happy. Ready to shoot this guy. But this is his house. He's not going to shoot him in the house, is he? No. Don't shoot him. Don't shoot him. Yeah, don't shoot him. Look, all right, maybe you don't know where she is, but hey, we can help you. Damn, if I had a knife to my neck, I would, I would have been able to talk. Mouse, no. <laughs> Mouse, please don't kill this guy. Now, someone's calling on the phone, and Mouse is like, yeah, he'll have to call you back. Nah, he's busy right now. He'll have to call back. But you know who it is? It's Daphne. So they blew an opportunity. That was Daphne. 
A rich man is willing to. He was. He is busy right now. Talk to this girl. He is, but a rich man is willing to pay a thousand dollars to talk to Daphne, and she was on the phone. You get it? Right. Watch this. Watch this. He puts his gun away. We think, right? Uh huh. <laughs> Why you say we think? We think because he's got another gun. Out of the house. Damn it! Damn it, Mouse! <laughs> what he did is he just shot him. He grazed him on the shoulder, like uh -huh. to get him to talk, kind of thing. I got blood on my coat. This is an expensive coat, easy. It's his house. There's blood in his house. Now at this how point, you explain, how do you explain that during Passover? <laughs> yeah, right? it was over for Thanksgiving. That's right. Put, put the lamb's blood. Okay. No, that's yeah, right. Passed over. So now he's changing his mind. Never mind. You can't help me. Kind of help, Mouse. I don't need your kind of help. Look at you, man. Cut a damn smile in your neck. Now, this you is before Boogie Nights. He was not a superstar. Regular movies. In my house, five minutes, and you done shot somebody already, Mouse. Come on, easy. Come in on this thing, man. Well, it's 1995. Everyone was so we're all so young back then. But I mean, he would go on to be in the cinematic universe, and I'm just saying for the audience, this is pre. Oh, right. Pre, everyone knows you don't know Don Cheadle's name in this. You're like, oh, that, yeah, that guy. Yeah, I seen that. I think uh, Boogie Nights. He was really good, and I think that yeah. I think got a lot of notice off of that. Yeah, that I wouldn't say made him, but yes. Why is he not jumping up here? I just had him. Easy. Oh, here he is. Um, well, we, you know, can you name the movie we saw him in on our show? No. One of his first roles was the burger guy at the end of Moving Violations. All oh. the cars go through the drive-in, and he goes, here's your order. Here's your order. Even though, like, all these cars get rammed through. Okay. So, I don't... Hamburger Hill Rocket, uh, Devil in a Blue Dress rose the legend of earl the i don't know but then was boogie nights and bullworth bullworth yeah the movie was terrible <laughs> i enjoyed it but anyway right. after that he's after boogie nights he skyrocketed he was in the oceans 11 trilogy and you know he ended up eventually in iron man 2 and and we know right. him from the cinematic universe I haven't watched. I have, I'm not up to speed, but I think his character was an alien all along. Uh -huh. It was a scroll. Okay, so what's happened now is they went over to that uh, rich guy. He's dead, uh, and like they want to pin the murder of Coretta and the rich. What's Frank Frank Green? No, not Frank Green. Ugh. Uh, McGee, Richard McGee. Oh, Richard McGee, yeah. We found him dead. Coretta's dead. So now they're going to book him on double murders. And he's basically like, give me 24 hours to clear my name. Because they know he didn't really do it. And he could find the real guy is what he's proposing to them. So now... Oh, well, they're listening. Third act. He's got 24 hours to clear his name. Cool. <laughs> okay, now, 
as you know, he found the cigarettes at, he knows that Junior killed McGee, he thinks. Okay, so that's his next stop. Well, who's this? Is this Junior or who, who just pulled up? Uh, oh. No, it's definitely not Junior. Oh, wait, oh, it's oh, Mouse. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. He's like, We're, they're going to see Junior right now. Like, we know you killed him. I've been watching, and I think these cheese need to get chopped. It's so stupid. He, held, he saved his life. He said, there's a guy on your porch. Right. He said, no, he didn't really save his life, but he didn't. He didn't get any respect for trying to warn him. You're right. Yeah. <clears throat> Look how everything's so clean and pristine. It's so Hollywood. It. It's and cool. The, it's on the bottom left. There was dirt. Did you see it? Look how. Yeah. Look, this is a real house. This is a real location. Look. I know. It's cool. But they they made it so it looks like the '40s or whatever. <clears throat> uh. What I meant to say is I was look how it's all peeled. Maybe they yeah. didn't redo make this whole thing. It's a that there are locations like this in Los Angeles. Okay, so maybe it is. Okay, basically it's junior. Oh hey Moss. <clears throat> well, they know each other from Houston. It's part of the backstory that I haven't been conveying. Right. There's this story about like Mouse got him involved, and he did absolutely murdered somebody's relative. And I I'm not telling you the backstory because it kind of doesn't matter. <clears throat> He's an old friend and a criminal. Come to help, easy. Now they're basically accusing him. You killed McGee, <laughs> but we find they out. Didn't. <clears throat> Go ahead. Well, how did the cigarettes get there? He, he drove him home. <clears throat> the guy got soused drunk, and so he drove him home as a favor to the club and put him in the house. And then, like, some people were there, and the real killers, he basically dropped his cigarettes as he left kind of thing. Uh. Sit down. We want to talk with his gold teeth. <laughs> So he he was given a letter from Coretta to deliver to Daphne from this guy and that and he dropped him off. Okay, I already told you the backstory. We're now going to go to the um the husband or or boyfriend, remember that Coretta was cheating on and uh, -huh. uh basically find Coretta's Bible. That's Oh, and that's the big secret. With the letter, yeah. And it says, John Carter is a terrible man. <laughs> no, Terrell is the terrible man. It has oh. pictures of Terrell with little boys. Oh. Yeah. So who's the devil in the blue dress? Is that Jessica Beals? Yeah, but she's not a devil. But yes. Well, I mean, it's a song, too. You know, you can't say, woman who wears a blue dress, woman <laughs> with a blue dress on. <laughs> She's not the bad guy, but she is. It's complicated. Air quotes devil with the, air quotes devil with the blue dress on. 
what a good movie this is in terms of its Hollywood style. Like what we just saw out their window. It's like you're really I mean, back in time. You know, you, you say it's Hollywood, but it, it also kind of just celebrates Los Angeles. Like to get to see like a view, you know, like a honest, try to as honest view of what it looked like at the time. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that it's an honest view, but it's. Uh, you saw you know the I mean? houses. Well, we saw what they think it looks like. You know what I mean? Like we saw kids playing in the street and I don't know. Yeah. It's not a historic. No, it's, it's not, not. But, a, it, you know, it's sincere. It's grounded. Yeah. It puts you there. <clears throat> Basically, it's like, I can't believe someone would want to kill her like that. And he's going to say stuff like, I knew she, you know, like he, you remember he cheated with her. Right. So he's right in front of her and he, he's going, uh, she never wanted anybody but me. And he's crying and he's looking at him like, uh, am I going to. He didn't know that, that he was the last guy he slept with. Yeah. She, she slept with. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Jonathan Demi was going to direct this. He liked it so much, but he was the one to make the choice to defer uh, to uh, Carl Franklin. And also, he produced it. Jonathan Demi produced it. Oh, very cool. <clears throat> Demi passed away. Yeah. Carl Franklin, I, I haven't seen all his films, to be honest. I, I saw the, the woman, Billy Bob Thornton, from the 90s. So mm -hmm. the Rattle Theater. I saw Talking Heads. Stop making... Oh, that's, that's Jonathan Demi, yeah. <clears throat> Man, looks like good food. Mostly the booze. So now we're saying the cops told him that my baby fought. I, I'll let you hear his break. Okay. I can't sleep. I can't act. I still keep seeing her face that morning before I went to work. Junior here just came by the house and she come running out carrying her Bible. She say, um, the Bible. Keep this for me, baby. Now he knows that might be what they're looking you know, for. Police won't even let me go near the house. Oh, Carl, have you heard about the good news? <laughs> go shout it on the mountain, Mike. I just want to ask you. Listen, if you're not a good Christian, you don't have to talk to me. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> If you're content to be in a, with an eternal damnation, I'll just leave you alone. I don't want to bother you. Look here. I put it in the uh, dresser drawer of, of your next hotel visit. Why don't you take a look? Easy's like, um, Mouse is like, drink up, drink up. It's a big drink. Now oh. look how much he drank. Now he's totally unconscious. So I what see. did they have the opportunity to do? Find this Bible. So he's searching for the Bible and he will find it. Yeah, meanwhile, God's above shaking his head. There it is. The Bible. The so Bible. now... In the Bible, he finds letters and pictures. The letter of that Claretta had, it was basically to, I mean, this guy, of course, would lose the race immediately. And Sure. If this secret got out, Carl, 
-hmm. it would be the end of Terrell. Oh, are you doing him? (laughs) (laughs) There's always some guy who says that. You see the kiss? Now, I think the director really hit us over the head with that. Whoa! Boy, is you crazy or is you drunk? I'm not drunk. Me Where they go? Oh, he's taking mouse with him. You're not drunk, me. Goddamn. No, I'm drunk. Uh, I'm drunk. You right? Oh. I'm gonna see who's drunk. Oh, watch it now. Watch it. Goddamn. <laughs> How many guns do you have on your mouse? Yeah. This fool wanna call me out. He ain't even got no gun. I kill that motherfucker. No. Uh. Let him go. Mm. Let him live. And he'll be scared of you every time you walk into a room. You better be scared, goddammit. I'll kill him. He will. And if, 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 he, if he ain't out, you better tell him. I, I, I will. <laughs> Don't kill him. He's talking about getting out of getting shot here. So it's like a very intense scene, you know? Right. <laughs> the drunk dude. He just keeps pointing guns at whoever. Now their attention's on him, so he's got him. Look at his eyes are closing. Yeah. Now imagine his finger just goes click. Well, that's the dangerous part. <laughs> there we go. Put gun away. So, Denzel has left him stranded. Just those guys with the guns. Now you can see why, like, Claretta got killed and uh, Rich, what's his name, got killed because it's, this is high stakes. Now, this is pretty cool. They introduced the secret, you know, with well within 40 minutes left in the movie. Well, we got more secrets. Oh, all right. <laughs> I was going to say that was pretty cool, but there's more secrets. Okay, so now he's back home. He thinks, okay, he thinks that maybe um, Albright is back in the house, just like before. But no, it's actually Daphne in her blue dress. Oh, Daphne in her blue dress, blue dress on. And now we find our second dark secret. Okay. She didn't like shooting flash dance. <laughs> That's right. And we're going to hear all about it on E! Entertainment Network. Um, <laughs> so, okay. So, th- there's evidence out there against Terrell, right? And that would ruin him. But Terrell got evidence against Carter, okay? And it forced him to drop out of the race, we're going to find out. And that evidence is that Frank the, is not her lover. It's her brother or her half-brother. They have different dads. Okay? Okay. So, yeah. So um, their mother is Creole, uh, but her father was white. And so, therefore, she basically looks white, but she's half They use the term colored. I don't. And so Terrell, he was going to expose that unless uh, Carter dropped out of the race. And so he did. She was having a sexual relationship with her stepbrother? No. Like, how are they associated? They just assumed that she was seeing him. 
but really it was their brother. Gotcha. I see. Oh, the scandals. So Scandalous. So mm -hmm. much scandal. Ah, enough of the scandal. Scandalous. Like tomorrow, <coughs> tomorrow I'm going to jail if I don't find out who killed Green killed her. I'm not taking the rap. Easy, put the phone down. Put the phone down. Put the phone down. Easy. So it was Frank, wasn't it? He had nothing to do with it. Yeah, sure he did. I knew there was more between y'all than just some backdoor romance. He probably pimped you out to call it in the first place. Ooh, how to the dare you? Come on. Dad, why don't you scream, huh? So I can tell the police about your boyfriend, Frank Green. Frank is my brother. What? 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 She's dating the brother? That is terrible. What a scandal. What a scandal. No, you idiot. He's just my brother. What Terrell has on me. That's what Terrell has on me. So but who is she? Is she running for office? No, she was just going to marry the man who is running for office. Terrell. Carter. <sighs> Carter. It's Carter. Mm-hmm. Tom Carter. John, uh, John Carter from Mars's brother. Okay, wait. Uh, Todd Carter. Todd uh, Carter. Todd Carter. Okay, Todd I'm, Carter. I'm highlighting Todd Carter. Uh -oh. Albright finally has found Daphne. This in a long fucking time. You know what? It was very easy route. They just went to easies. It was yeah, very it was easy very, to find it. Right. They spoke to Easy. Speak Easy. <laughs> they speak Easy. He's like, don't shoot him. He's about to go to jail for the murder of two people we killed. Way to say that out loud. <laughs> they took Jennifer with them. Uh, yes. Because she's the prize. Yeah. I mean, she's missing. Carter wants her. Terrell wants her. She'll be taking, they'll be taking him to Terrell. He's the real bad guy here. I woke up mouse and told me to take me to Debris Cub because. Okay, so <clears throat> Daphne's heritage, potential scandal forced Carter to abandon his campaign, but Daphne brought the pictures of McGee to blackmail Terrell into silence because oh. Daphne thinks that. If if it he does if it doesn't get out, then they'll just get married. They love each other. Oh no, Carl! The so way you're saying this means it's, it's a tragic ending, right? Yeah, she's doing anything for love, you see. So now they're okay. Albright has taken Daphne. So basically, it's go find Daphne. Who knows where Daphne is? That bartender, Joppy, right? Right. Joppy knows everything about Albright. That's how he introduced him to Albright, blah, blah, blah. Tom Sizemore is not on top of Donkey Kong's, like, platforms throwing barrels at uh, the Washington. <laughs> now, look, he's got a gun that, see, Mouse gave him. Right. Like, you're coming with me. You're taking me to Albright. That's it. God, it looks great. Carl, this is better than Hollywood bullshit. This looks really good. Well, it's exactly Hollywood bullshit. I mean, if we were watching um, 
uh, Marty McFly right now, right? It would be right. Well, Marty I mean, McFly. That's Marty McFly and the Gremlins was shot in the Universal lot. Well, I was just using an example. But by the way, I was thinking about uh, like if I was Marty McFly in that movie, I would have definitely fucked my mother. Really? Yeah, there she was. She was ready to go. Right. Back to the moon. My name was Alvin. Well, that's what your name you you wrote that on your shirt. Remember, she was sipping a flask, and he's like, "You might regret it." He's like, "You just sound like just like my mother." And she's drinking. She's ready to go, man. You blew it. You blew it, Marty. Wasn't she like an alcoholic in in regular future? And then after he fixed everything, she she was she stopped drinking. Yes. Mm -hmm. And they own a bunch of like cars and cool shit. They're oh, I forgot to tell you a big, 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 big piece. Yeah, please. Yeah, let's talk about this movie. Yeah, okay. Daphne will pay $7,000 for those naked pictures. Basically, she got, like, given $30,000 by the family to, like, leave town, you know, and that's the whole thing. She thinks that <clears throat> the only thing holding them back from their love is the fact that she's half African-American. So if she can suppress that, they'll be back together. The, the family of Todd Carter gave her $30,000 to get out of here. Go back to, I forget the town that they're from, uh, the, the, her and Frank, to go back to where they came from. I forget what town that is. It's down south. <clears throat> so she'll give $7,000 if he gets those pictures. Gotcha. All right. This is how he makes forty-seven. Hundred dollars, but I disagree with the internet because there was a thousand and the seven thousand. Uh, oh yeah, no, no, that's right. He splits the money with Mouse. That's why. Okay. Okay. Plus, like home repairs, you got to fix the bullet hole and clean up the blood, <laughs> and you know those gangsters breaking your door in and shit like that, and probably scuffed up the kitchen a bit. So wait, so. Joffy, who's not a friend, it's turning out, has taken them to where Albright often takes people he wants to keep under, you know, wraps. This ca cabin. cabin. Uh, huh. Okay, so he left him alone with Mouse, and he's like, do not shoot him. Do not shoot him. Okay, so he has strict instructions not to shoot him. They, oh, but you know that Mouse. The thing is, Mouse knows that... that Joppy's a liability now. You know, he knows. I don't know. That's not even really true. But he just knows Mouse. Don't shoot him. He knows what Mouse wants to do. Mouse is going to shoot him then. Nope. No? All right. He's going to strangle him. <laughs> He's going to be like, you said not to shoot him. He kept his word. Yeah. If you're going to pick hairs, I would have oh, just shot no him. No remorse. He really believes he kept his word. I absolutely did what you said. <laughs> I think. I think. Or he does know, and he's just playing along to, like, right. make an excuse that doesn't hold water, and he knows it, but what else can he say? I don't know. Yeah, right. If someone you know just kills someone, you're like, yeah, okay, all right. You're not going to say, hey, that wasn't cool. Now, maybe, he told Mouse to stay at the car. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm interrupting you, Mike. Uh, he told Mouse to stay at the car, but we know for our plot he won't. 
Right. And that's good because it'll save, you know, he'll come in at the right moment, you know, that kind of thing. You were saying, though, I interrupted. Oh, no, I, I don't even remember. Now, look, they're playing with her hair. That's not nice. That cool. Albright's henchmen, but no Albright. Right. Now, look, they're going to burn her. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Want. They want the pictures to give to Terrell. Oh, at least he attacks. They didn't get her, right? He shot. No, they didn't get her. He, he was like, I have to make a move or she's right. going to get burnt. It's pretty cool. Now, bullets can go right through wood. I don't see why they don't shoot at where they think he is standing. Let's see what's going on here that it's quiet. It's so funny. Nobody wants to shoot through a house. Got one! That means got two, really. It's, it's not funny. Do you hear the crickets? It's not funny. Uh, do I hear the crickets? Of course I hear the crickets. I hear I, them every all, time. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> they ought to be. I had this dream, Carl, that I was in Zootopia, and yeah. I went to the Cricket Comedy Club, and after <laughs> every joke or cricket is said, I said, Now look. Yeah. All right. He's killed them all. Yay. Because Mouse showed up and just took care of the job. Oh, so he, uh, he didn't really do it. Mouse did it. Now, here's Albright. Oh, he's fucked up. Well, he's all shot and everything. It's almost oh. like he's drunk. It's called acting. Maybe Tom <laughs> Sizemore was drunk. No, no, no yeah, disrespect. Yeah, use your drunk method. No, this method. is how I'm going to do my. You come on my set drunk. No, no, I, it was intentional. I. The, the reality show that Tom Sizemore, who passed away, had is about him basically just being addicted to everything. It's just, and, and they try oh. to get into interventions and they let the cameras in oh, there. It's pretty brutal stuff. That. So it wasn't breaking Bonaducci, but it was something like that. It was like. Sizing Tom Sizemore or something like that. Uh -huh. Yeah, I mean, he did it maybe... Then he, he got some more work, you know. But there was a point where he wasn't able to get work because of this. Yeah, that's uh, too bad to hear. I didn't know that. Okay, so basically, he has saved Daphne, okay? And she's Yay. saved her from getting burned in her blue dress. She's no devil, you see. She's no devil. Which is, yeah... Causing a lot of trouble. Now, comes back, and where's Joppy? What's going on with Joppy? Uh, here, I'll, I'll, I'll just play it for you. Yeah, please. He's right there. What do you mean? He's right there. He's resting. Resting. What? Wake him up. You just said don't shoot him, right? That's right. Well, I did, and I just I I choked. 
<laughs> well, how am I going to help you out if I'm, if I'm back here fooling around with him now? Do you need information? He didn't want the guy dead. See, look, if you no. Killed, why'd you leave him with me? Do you hear right. what he said? Yeah. Uh -huh. You didn't want him killed. Then why'd you why leave you? him with me? He thought he was doing like he, he's on the team. Come on, we got to go easy. Now, she just can't believe the death, you know. She was tortured. She wasn't, I, it was mentally torturing. You know what I mean. Yeah, well, she went through a lot. Yeah. Yeah. She kidnapped. She didn't know what's going to happen to her. She doesn't know the future. Okay. She, they've given, she's given them the $7,000 and now Mouse is going home. All right. He's like, if you never need any help again, you have good paying. Look here. I'll cut you in for half because I know you're too big a fool to take your chef and that white girl yourself. All right. Hey, man, look. If you need somebody to run them streets with you again, just give me a call. Yeah. You know yeah, okay. <laughs> you know how to put some money in my pocket. You just give yeah, me a call. Yeah, anytime. Just give me a call. Not a problem. But, I mean, think about it. Like, if somebody gave you $40,000, I mean, that's pretty much what they're taking home in their pockets right now. Uh, am I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the 4500 Where is it? I've got to have it somewhere. Yeah. No? Yeah. Ah, Easy earns a total of $4,700, roughly equivalent to $49,000 in 2018. Hmm. Do you know David Allen Greer? Who's that? He's from the In Living Color. Oh, he auditioned for Mouse. And I think he might have been a good mouse. I said some dramatic goals. Why'd you leave him with me if you didn't want him killed easy? Can't you see it? Don Cheadle. Yeah, I haven't really seen this movie, so it was cool to see this. Okay, now he is taking her back to Todd Carter. And Todd Carter is now rejecting her. Not yeah, I mean, because it would... No, but listen how bad this is. Not because it would get out that she was half black. It's because she's half black. Doesn't that his hurt? Family, his family gave her money already. Like yeah. If he was, if he wasn't a jerk, he would be like, "How dare you? Did my parents give you money? That's so not cool. God, that's so like them. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> like my parents. No, but he's the other way around. He is like his yeah. parents. He's like, get out of here. And now he's gonna pay easy. So help me see if it's eight hundred dollars. Okay. What he's owed. When he said take it all, he wouldn't pay him right if he didn't say. So he got $200, and now he's going to get the 800 I I don't know. Let's listen. Here's the $800 that I owe. Okay, yeah. you're right. So why did she, he say, here, take it all, take it all? Remember? Well, he had $200 in his pocket. And yeah. he went, you know what? Here, take it all. 200 No, but don't you remember? He pulled it out, gave him $200, yeah. we thought. And then he goes, no, take it all. Remember? Maybe it was a mistake in the shooting, the script, or... You know, he could just be like, I want you out of here, and, and you gone. Just here's the 800. 
Now, here's the kicker to the movie. Here's the better thing he got than he expected. Bunch of money. He says, here is the Bible. Here are all the pictures that you've got this against Terrell now, and this will get you back in the race. And in exchange, no more cops, no more people. You know, you've got the mayor incumbent in your pocket. You got the cops. In your I want total leave me the fuck alone while he's in, while you're in office. Great. Oh, so the movie's wrapped. And then he's going to open up a detective agency. He goes, I can't wait for the exciting adventures that will happen to me week after week. On ABC this summer, this uh, this autumn. Easy peasy. <laughs> Easy, right. Starring. Starring um, not Denzel Lawrence, Washington. What's his name who played, um, my bad, my man, Lawrence. Ah, oh, fuck it. Michael Lawrence. Uh, Martin Lawrence? Martin Lawrence, yeah, as easy. <laughs> Daphne. All right, so this is, are they going to fall in love? No, they got to no. go separate ways. No, this is our melancholy exit. He did have sex in this movie. Yes, with Coretta. Right. Up here to death. That was just a coincidence, Carl. Yeah, it was. It was. I dropped her off at her brother's apartment, a fourplex on Dinker Street. Dinker. She told me a story on the way home. Dink. A dink a doo. A drink a dee. Movie Hanks from Lake Charles, Louisiana. Lake Charles, Louisiana. That's it. So now she and her brother are going to leave town and head back to Charleston, you know. Another broken dream from Hollywood. <laughs> kind of. It's, it's even though it was a broken dream story, and she's heading home. She was in the movie, right? Now look, hey. that's you spell it S H O O, and you know a newspaper wouldn't have Shuin, but no, maybe Shuin was spelled like maybe the the phrase. You think like Shuin is like he shoo? Come on in, come on in, right? Like shoo, yeah, I'm shooing you in. Uh, I don't. It is the word shoe, like get out of here, but I don't understand what it means. But yeah, it's S H O O. I now, think it might be us. Leaving him alone. Right. So, haha, cops. I guess this is the gif of him looking at him. Yeah. Like this so now it's like, what are you going to do now? Easy. You find a job? No, I think I'll become a private. No job. I Let's look. I got a little money saved up. I'm invest in some real estate. Maybe go into business for myself. What kind of business? Some private investigating. You get in trouble doing that? Yeah, well, like a man told me once. Step out your door in the morning, you're already in trouble. Just a oh, that's what Tom Sizemore said. That's, that's right. The man, a man he killed. <laughs> oh, that's nasty beer. So, this is the end of our film, and he is, you know, now going to be launching a career as a private detective. Other novels followed, uh, other books followed, and ABC seriously considered shooting a pilot and making this into a serial uh, show for a, a minimum of a season. Now, it's just a wrap-up to the chopping down guy. Just like we started our film, we're going to end it. 
you know, I'm never a big fan of watching a movie knowing it's going to become a TV show. Uh huh. Well, we no, but knowing it's going to be like Big Hero Six, you know, it's going to be a, a Disney cartoon show with it. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's just so. And then when other movies are like, oh, hey, it's the pal. I don't know. It's, I I I don't appreciate it, but I I can get this. Like, it is a series of novels. I don't know why it didn't become one though i mean it had i don't know yeah were there other easy rolling movies no there was books though you're right that could have become a regular character of his or something for some reason it just wasn't a strong enough franchise for anybody to actually roll with it but he did get this origin story made as a movie right now he gets bit by the spider you know, and I want to do a movie where it ends with the guy's parents get shot in an alley, and then as as the pearls of his mother falls to the ground, the kid looks up, and then a spider bites him. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. All right. But this movie is a little more chill. It's got to end with the neighborhood. Nice pan out of the 40s. Yeah. Now, this is what I meant. Like, what we're seeing on the streets, we're just making the assumption it's, it's a black neighborhood you know he owns a house here this is the 40s this is where he's from and does it exist now you know what have you it's that's how the movie ends yeah oh wow carl this is a good movie i like this i'm I gonna thought, ask you yeah i normally go carl what you think of this movie but i'm gonna just step out and say that was fun cool Wait, i saw it yeah <laughs> what good movie check out the list the end credits, do you think it's disrespectful to watch, to not watch? Well, I do watch the, all the entirety of the credits because I like to, uh, one, like, I mean, I might skip 30 seconds depending on how SFX heavy the credits are. But I do like at the end where you get to see if they were watching a movie, the, the, they referenced the movie, they credit it. Right. You know, I don't mind. I saw, like, we watched one hour and 40 minutes of it. What's another three minutes to me? You right. get to see people evolve. But I do look for like the, the music credits at the end, what songs played. I do look to where it's shot on location. I do mm-hmm. look for if there's a, uh, a poster, I you know, they have to credit the artist or whatever. And then I, at the end, stuff. they have these thanks and special thanks at the end of the movies. To I, me, it's not really thanking you. It's saying, we fucked you over somehow. And you're not getting a real credit, so thanks. You know, or we had to put up with you, but here's our little credit at the end. Yeah, at the way ass end when right, like you gave us money. Out. Yeah, there was a God. What, I was trying to think what movie. There was a Kevin Smith movie where he kickstarted it or something, and he listed everybody in the end. Like you paid for this movie. <laughs> oh, or it might have been like you joined my face, my MySpace page. I forget what it was, but it was like kind of made light of it see here we go this is what i want to know filmed entirely in los angeles who did you think the mayor had to do prove it the film bureau had to thank it right there well look they're courtesy of bill cosby wow Wow. that image was courtesy of that and then we have the soundtrack listing there's all the songs who's the i always check performed i always look at the perform like i have and when they go by quickly you got to quickly look see you know ellington yeah. Some movies like the soundtrack, you're like, yeah, I'll just listen to the soundtrack. It's all great songs. 
All right, Carl. I think, well, you we'll watch till the end, I guess. I guess, yeah. Yes. Usually they do the song credits and then they do the film on location. All right, let me tell you the tags. All right. In a world divided by black and white, Easy Rollins is about to cross the line. Cool. Private Detective Earl and A.Z. Rollins has been caught in the wrong side of the most dangerous secret in town. All right, see, color, lenses, Dolby, released September SAG 16, Afra. Toronto International Film Festival, September 29th in the U.S. The locations were all Los Angeles, and that's no surprise. Denzel Washington Jefferson Be Jeffer Jennifer Beals would later appear in the Book of Eli. Denzel Washington oh, yeah, right. would later appear in Flight. In what? Flight. Uh, when he Flight. Was oh, I saw that. Yeah. Trump flying. Um, well, it was he should have just kept held on to the bottles, if you ask me. All right. Wow. So that has been Devil with in the Blue Dress from 1995. Carl Franken directed. Denzel Washington starred uh, along with Beals and Tom Sizemore. We just Gino. saw a really good movie. Huh, take that. And we watched why? It was on YouTube. And why did we watch it? Because we like to let us watch a full-length movie on YouTube. That's what we do. And we'll be doing this again next week. So Let's stream it first, Sunday at mutinyradio.fm. Packed, if you're listening now, stay tuned. Some great stuff coming up. And also check out their website. They do live comedy Fridays and Mondays. And then also subscribe to our podcast, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Check us out in a couple days. We'll be back. Uh, Carl, great pleasure. Thank and people you. check out Carl at carlsucks.com. Check out his uh, comedy shows in New Good Jersey. Yeah. I'm on threads. How about that? Spiegelmania. You're on IMDb, man. You got it going on. You just show up on game shows. Come on, man. Don't sell yourself. All right. All right. Yeah, check me out. It's called Taekwondo. That was it. My episode of People Puzzler that aired in March. It should be on pay per view right now. Okay. That's our show. We'll see you guys next week. Take care. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with more. friend i wrote this song uh, my turn-ons are satin sheets and the way champagne tickles my nose i love to paint outdoors listen you should follow me on twitter it's jokes to carl the french duh not the oh, oh, duh. Let